Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. With Dr. Dan Critchett, Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctor is in. Now here is your host, Dr. Dan Critchett. And I'm welcoming you to part two of our show with the title, YMCA, Making a Difference Across America. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, and we are continuing our conversation. I'm here in studio with Larry Whittlesey, and uh, you want to hear more about his background and this whole project. If you haven't heard uh, part one, you want to go back and listen to that and get some context. But we're going to pick up where we left off. Larry is in studio with us today, and we are talking about this uh, national emphasis, this mission emphasis of putting the C back into the YMCA. Do you ever do that on your letterhood, make the C bigger than the rest of the letters? Actually, some of our videos, we have done that, or we've had the C pop out yeah, so yeah. that people can see that that's what we're about. Yeah, excellent. Well, I want to thank you again, Larry, for being here. I'm just so blessed by everything that you've shared so far, and I'm anxious to continue and when we uh, left uh, from part one, we were talking about some of the specific um, Christian-based things or biblically-based things that can be done and things that are being done in the uh, centers and clubs uh, or camps uh, across the country. So you had listed some. Let's pick up there and tell us some more about what this mission emphasis, how it's actually uh, taking root and having an impact in those communities. Well, as I travel around the, the country, one of the things we try to challenge wise with is the opportunity to open their doors and use their facilities uh, to partner with others in the community to bring those kinds of things to the forefront of their membership and in their community. While the Y is, is great at the physical fitness stuff and swim lessons and all that stuff, we often don't have the staff to do some of those other things. Mm. But if we would partner with them, we could bring them and the Y could be that neutral place. So perhaps a story would illustrate it best. Uh, on a trip I was making up to um, Minnesota, I was at a Y that had a group of people that were from a church that met at that Y. They were in a meeting along with about 15 members of the staff. And the person who was running the meeting, I think it was the CEO of the, of the branch, was just having everybody go around the table, as you often do, and introduce yourselves and say something funny, you know, or something about you that we didn't know. And the first guy was 65 or so, and he just said he was a member of the church, evidently elder, and, and many of these people didn't know them. The staff members didn't know him. And, and he said something about you. This is in Minneapolis. He said something people don't know about me is that I'm a that I'm a Chicago Bears fan. And that was like fighting words in that room. And then somebody else talked about yeah. the trip to Disneyland and someone else about their grandkids. And they got about halfway around the room when there was this young lady, about 32 or 33, and it seemed like everybody in this room knew her, the staff knew her and the church knew her. Her name was Mallory. And the reason everybody knew her is that she was the person on Sunday mornings who opened up the building and stayed there while the church was there. Mm -hmm. So all the church people knew her well, and obviously the staff knew her. And she said, but something I don't think anybody knows, and she had two little boys in a glass window right behind me waving at her. She said, something I don't think anybody in this room knows is that I'm going through a really, really ugly divorce. Mm. And you could have sucked the air out of the room. It got deathly quiet. Nobody in the room knew that. She was this outgoing, blonde, perky mm -hmm. girl, and nobody knew that. And she started to tear up, and her friend sitting next to her says, um, you know, are you okay? And she said, I'm okay. I'm going through this really good Christian-based divorce recovery class. And if it wasn't for that, I, I would just be a basket case. Mm. 
And her friend says, well, that's good. When do you meet? She says, well, we meet on Thursday nights. She says, well, is it a good-sized class? And she said, actually, no, it's it's pretty small class. There's like four of us ladies. And her friend said, why do you think it's so small? And I couldn't have paid Mallory to give a better answer. Mm -hmm. She said, I think it's because we meet at my church. And I about fell off my chair. And I said, wait a minute, folks. Let's think about what Mallory just said. What if we took that exact same class, those same materials taught by the same person on the same night of the week at 7 o'clock? But instead of at the church, what if we put it, oh, I don't know, how about right here in yeah. this room in the Y? As an example. And, and, and what <laughs> if you as a Y staff knew that on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock, besides our swim lessons and our Zumba class and whatever else may be going on, we have this Christian-based divorce recovery class. Do you think in an average week you might rub shoulders in the Y with someone who's also walking through right. divorce and is hurting inside but will never walk through the door of a church yeah. to get help, will never go to a counselor, but could would easily come here to the Y? And I told them you have a sign out front where everybody drives by every day and you're kind of the hub of this little community. What if every once in a while you put on the sign, Thursday night, 7 o'clock, divorce recovery class. Do you think anybody in this little community of 25,000 around you that are driving by that sign twice a day, do you think anybody out there is going through divorce? And yet they would never go to a church to a divorce recovery class. But if it was at the YMCA, they might actually walk through the door and go to that class and get some help. Right. And when they were in the Y, they might look around and go, oh, hey, they have basketball for my kids. Yeah. I could come work out here. My, my, my husband could come. Play basketball. You know, there's all kinds of things. And so those are the kinds of things that we believe a why can partner in the community to meet real life needs in people's lives in a way that the church will never be able to do and even the secular world can't do. We can bring faith, in essence, to the marketplace to where people are really living and, and, and have this neutral spot where that kind of thing can go on. That is powerful. And I think I see the dichotomy. I mean, those people are not going to go to the church. And then if they want to go to a LA Fitness or a 24-hour or whatever, they're not going to have that kind of programming. Right. So the why is the ideal place to bring the two together. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's, it's perfect. It makes perfect sense with who the why is and what they were created to do. Wow. Man, my, my mind is going crazy with all kinds of ideas. Oh, uh, there's a million ideas that oh, you could do. Just finding uh, yeah. a way to, to meet yeah. people's needs. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's cover a couple more, a few more, maybe uh, about the kinds of things. I want people to be thinking about uh, what the Y might be doing right in their community already that they could either uh, participate in or bring others to or have a go-to place. If you know somebody that has that kind of a need, you can be a connecting point and bring a person or invite them or, uh, or let them know about it. Um, what other kinds of things um, can we anticipate that could be available there's so many different things uh, obviously there's lots of addiction classes out there and those yeah. can go on and why locally here i think one of the things that excites me we have a local Y in vancouver that partners with the church that meets there called rhapsody church i give them credit mm -hmm. and together they work together in the summertime to feed all these kids in this apartment complex that's right next door to the Y that often go without food in the mm -hmm. summertime yeah. so every day in the summertime the church and the Y get together and they they feed these kids they entertain them it's a wonderful way to live out their faith in a very practical way that makes a difference. And there's things like that that go on everywhere. Um, there's all kinds of, uh, of, of opportunities to send kids to camp. 
Uh, our camp here in, in the Portland area, for instance, has a chaplain on site at the camp. And so it's an opportunity in a very safe way to let the kids go and have that experience. And they can have their kids go there. Um, again, there's a, a zillion kinds of classes and life need issues that, that they could get involved in. If they can think of a need, if there's, a, if there's a, a service that needs to be done, one of the things that the Y in general does is a thing called Togetherhood. And that's a, it's a member-led service project where they find something in the community. And we think that's a perfect way for the faith base to get connected. Mm-hmm. Why not take yeah. our faith, if we're part of a why, get some other folks who are part of that why, and let's go out and, and paint a building for a, for a ministry or, or you know, collect clothes for a, for a, a, a clothing closet or, or do a food drive for the food bank. Find mm-hmm. ways to take our faith and put it in action. And that's what's going on in Wise around the country. Well, I like that. I want to say a word to pastors and ministry leaders. Uh, if you haven't thought of it before, you may want to go visit either the chaplain or the one of the uh, staff at your local YMCA and ask the question, how can we partner together? I love the idea of this off-site venue where you can actually bring your program as a pastor and as a, as a ministry leader, bring it to a Y, and then you have the best of both worlds. You've got traffic, you know, you've got publicity, you have um, visibility, and yet it's the uh, you maintain your own uh, your own programming without compromise. Without compromise. That's, yeah. That's kind of the thing. I think the wise are trying to learn that too, and churches need to learn that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're part of a large faith community. The, the why should be a part of that community. They should be able to pull people mm-hmm. in and say, hey, you know what? You can do something that we don't do, or we can send our members or people who come through our door toward your program. It doesn't yeah. have to be at the why. Yeah. Maybe you're doing this incredible program that we can advertise with you and, and partner with you in those kinds of things. Like like the prayer breakfast or something. The why can mm-hmm. be a part of that. We can send people to a prayer breakfast. We don't have to host it. We don't have to be in charge of it. But the why can help promote it and be a part of it and be part of the program and help that happen. Those are the kinds of things that I think makes perfect sense for this organization that's in the middle mm. between the faith community and the secular community. Yeah, I'm hoping that our listeners get some ideas and a little bit of motivation to uh, go to the website, pick up the phone, make a contact with the Y, and see what we can do together. Because we're all about, I mean, churches and pastors, ministry leaders, we're all about uh, about the mission already about making Christ known in the community in ways that make a difference in real life. Uh, but you don't have to be a pastor or a ministry leader or on staff. If you are, if you have a connection with a local church, maybe you're a, a faithful attender or maybe you're involved there, but pick up this as a way to, uh, to expand and to broaden uh, the, you know, the, what you actually can do and where you can do it. I like that a lot, Larry. So uh, I'd like to ask, um, and before we run out of time, i got so much I want to hear you talk about, and we'll have to have you come back another time. But um, what are some specific uh, situations where uh, people where these programs and resources have made a difference? Uh, besides the one you told about with the divorce recovery, can you think of a couple of others that you can share with us, maybe some different kind of uh, help program in a, in a local Y? Um, I, I guess the thing that comes to mind, Indianapolis is a story that is kind of exciting. It's a, it's a large Y, one of the top 10 Ys in the country, and, and they have, I don't know how many locations, 15 locations or whatever. 
And one of the things that they're doing right now, about three years ago, uh, they hired their first chaplain. And the purpose of that chaplain was to help kind of lift up this mission across their association. One of the things that they're doing is they're bringing church plants now into their YMCA. And so they're working with, they're, they're actually recruiting churches to come in to serve the community in that way. And I think that's kind of exciting to me to think about that here's a Y that's purposely going out trying to plant churches. Yeah, wow. I mean, they're not running the churches, they're bringing people in, but they're, mm-hmm. they're vetting them and making sure they're not some kind of cult or something. But they're trying to bring that spiritual life and give them a place basically rent-free to be able to start a facility. Now, having started a church myself, i got to tell you, that's a great service to the community. Oh, no kidding. And these young church planter guys who are coming in the town are all very enthusiastic and very energetic and, and reaching more people than, than, than they, you know, they could by themselves. And so I think that's a great opportunity mm-hmm. for a Y to make a difference in a community. Um, uh, other specific stories. I'm trying to think of what, what I could share with the amount of time we have. Um, the, there was a, a Y recently in Fort Wayne, Indiana, that that realized that there was the need for kind of a community block party. And they became a part of a coalition of about 50 different organizations. And, and the block party was a faith-based block party for the community. Kind of a, a say, let's lift up the cause of Christ in our community. And it was not held at the Y, but they helped organize this effort and 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 pulled people together from all across the community so that the name of Christ could be lifted up in the community mm-hmm. as a whole. Really exciting to see. They had music and kids' toys and bounce houses and concerts and, and they had a couple speakers. And and I think that's a great opportunity that the Y met a need in that community. They were going through a tough time in the community with the economy and all the things that happened. It gave that community a, a lift that really needed a lift. Yeah. The distinction of the YMCA, uh, there is a different approach to resolution or solving things or providing help and hope with the C. So help us understand the difference uh, between a Christian approach or program or resource and a uh, a secular one, uh, you know, one that just doesn't include any faith-based kind of things. What are the distinctive differences that our audience could appreciate? Well, I think that, the, again, the YMCA does both of those things. They do mm-hmm. both a faith-based and a non-faith-based thing. Right. So we have a thing called Hop the Gap in the YMCA, which is an educational uh, tutoring thing for kids to try to bring reading levels up to scale. That's a great educational, non-faith-based opportunity. Uh, but there's, but I think a faith-based opportunity addresses those issues of the heart. If you want to help someone with their parenting skills from a secular point of view, you give them some strategies and some theory. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing it from a faith-based view, you're also bringing in the person's relationship with God and what their role is as a parent and, and their impact into their lives mm-hmm. or their children. So you're bringing both of those into the case. Right. And I think the why can do that. And it sounds also like I know in, in ministry and in church that there's something about the support of the congregation or of the church family. And so in a why, uh, maybe it's not too much to imagine that that could happen with other Christian people in those same programs. In other words, it's not just information or five steps to this. It is that thing that deals with the deep inside, the void inside, the spiritual uh, void that God has created us with and fills only with himself. But then there's also that fellowship and that support of other Christian people. Does that happen in the wise? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the need for community is across the board. Right. I mean, people need community, and that's what a lot of people find when they go to church. Right. But what about all those people who don't go to church? 
who haven't don't have that personal relationship with God right. and are just going to the gym to get on a treadmill. They still need community. Right. And they need a faith-based community. And the why, again, that that's the unique thing the why can do. They can provide something that the rest of the secular world really can't provide. It can it can provide a fellowship, a true fellowship. That's words actually used fairly often in the why. Fellowship. Mm. I don't think it means quite the same thing to some people as we think it means. Right. But but the concept is true. People need community. Yeah. And in these supportive groups, we can offer that. I heard once that fellowship is more than one fellow in a ship. So you're kind of in the same boat together. <laughs> in the same boat together, hopefully yeah. on the same page together, doing the same thing. That's right. And it doesn't have to be fellows. It can be gals, too. Yes, it can. Yes. So um, most of the people that hear our show are boomers. They're in the second half. And uh, speak to this a little bit about how the why in its local programming, Christian or otherwise, can can help us, uh, you know, in our second half here and then help our kids, maybe our adult kids or kids that are still at home, perhaps, and our grandkids. How can, particularly the mission that you are about, how can how can the Y serve us and our extended families? And we'll get Larry's answer right after the break, so don't go away. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Interest rates are still down, and that means the time to buy is right now. Let 24-7 Properties help you find the right house for your current needs. Jeff and his team, they take the time to get to know you and your unique situation to find the home that's just right for you. Search for available homes online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's talk about the type of property you are interested in purchasing. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 
we are back. Happy to welcome you back to the uh, final part of uh, part two here with uh, Larry Whittlesey from the YMCA, the national, uh, what's it called? The U- Mission? U.S. Mission Network. There you dot go. .org. U.S. Mission Network dot org, which is different from YMCA dot org. Right. We're, we're kind of a, a standalone side of organization. We're all okay. Y employees. Uh, we only work with the YMCA's. But we felt like being separate was actually a good thing. It helps us to be mm-hmm. kind of that outside voice mm-hmm. to try to bring the mission of the Y back to the, the center of what the Y does. And I imagine you can focus more on what you really want to do without having the uh, oversight and the management and control of uh, the, the larger aspects of the organization that may not be quite as receptive as you would like to be in stepping out there. Yeah, the, the, the Y is a huge organization. They yeah. do lots of different things. And so we don't want to get involved in what happens at the pool or even what happens at the camps or the, the diabetes education. That's yeah. not us. Right. But we want, to, we want to bring that focus on the spiritual things that we think the Y can do. Right. Before we get further along, I want to give a big thank you to uh, uh, groups that make this uh, show and all of our shows possible. I mentioned some of them on part one, and uh, now I'm going to mention, besides the ones that you just heard with these uh, radio spots. We're going to also mention Northwest Web Creation Company, Eastside Printing, Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, KKPZ. This radio station is a partner of ours and also serving our neighbors. So uh, with the time left, Larry, uh, let's finish up this subject about um, how a local Y can be of service to us as boomers, to ourselves, our kids, our grandkids, our extended family. What's the connection there? How can, how can the Y serve us? Well, I think I, the Y in general can serve uh, a family like ours or you and me mm-hmm. uh, in lots of different ways. Obviously, it provides opportunities for us to get involved with community, to exercise, to be around others our age. But as a Christian particularly, uh, and as a Christian boomer, I think it gives us the opportunity to, to provide some service to those who we often don't rub shoulders with. Most of us who are Christians who are listening to this, this, this radio we sometimes don't mingle with non-Christian people at all. Yeah. What a better place to be than a place where they're already mingling and they're coming and you have common interest, whether that's an exercise program or taking your kids to swim lessons or your grandkids to swim lessons or you're involved in some kind of service project that the Y is doing. It's a great place for Christians to be salt and light. And I think that's one of the things that the Y can, can provide for folks like us, an mm-hmm. opportunity to get out of our shell and into the world where other people are living. I think it's a great thing. Um, I think it also gives us some meaningful alternatives and family-friendly opportunity for our kids, our grandkids, and even our great-grandkids. It's mm-hmm. a great place. If we get involved at the Y, it's natural for them to come and be a part of that too and to take advantage of the great programs the Y has. And so we're just trying to encourage people to, to use the Y as, a, as an opportunity to live out their faith in the real world. Um, and if the why can answer some of those questions in the real world for people who are coming to the why, whatever those issues may be, right. if we can partner with that larger faith community, if we can, if we can help people see that the why is a tool that can be used mm-hmm. to help spread the ministry of who, what, who Jesus is, what he came to do in the community, he came to be around people. So let's make the Y a place that can do that. And it has that within its constitution. It still says we can do that at the Y. We don't have to be a church. In fact, we don't want to be a church yeah. because I think we have a better ministry by reaching people who don't go to church. I had a real mental image a little bit ago when you were talking about people with the bag of life. 
and uh, everybody's got a bag of life, and everybody that comes to a Y or to any place, I mean, they have that bag. Right. And uh, so I'm, I'm just thinking about the extension here. So, um, you know, I, I think at least in our area here, it may not be the same in other communities, but in, in our area here, I think the Y is one of the best-kept secrets. Nothing, but he's trying to keep it a secret, but I hardly ever hear about it. I mean, it's recognizable. It's a brand. You know, I know about it, but um, uh, I would like to explore more about what a membership or what an involvement at my local Y could could mean for me, because um, there might be some things that I would like to participate in, So, and maybe some of our listeners would, too. So if the Y is uh, a, a well-kept secret in your community, then uh, go online, uh, Google what YMCA ymca.org for just where Y's. Yeah. Or if you want to find out more specifically about the Christian mission within the Y, right, right. go to usmissionnetwork.org. Yeah, good, good. Okay, well, I'm just really inspired and encouraged, and I'm glad to have you as a friend, Larry. And I, I, I know I, I hear an update every time we go to a uh, meeting together. We go around the table, and everybody uh, introduces themselves in a little brief update. And you're chasing all over the country, man, and you're <laughs> doing some good. Well, I tell you what, Dan. That you know, it's 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 such an incredible privilege. About forty-five percent of the wives around the country are truly on board with what we're doing, mm. and they're trying to live out this Christian mission. Yeah. Another twenty percent would like to. They don't quite know how, so we're trying to help them figure that out. Yeah. Another twenty percent are somewhat apathetic. They're not. Yeah. It's yes or no, but it's not a no. And yeah. if we can help them to see the opportunity. To, to take their incredible mission and put faith into it, mm. uh, what a great challenge it is. And, yeah. and that leaves a 10% or so that are not interested at this point, and that's okay. No way, no how. Huh? No way, no how. <laughs> yeah, well, let me ask this. Uh, if people that are listening to us think, gosh, that's, that's an opportunity, you know, that I could uh, maybe do something either as an individual or a couple or a family or a church or a group from a church. I can imagine some boomer groups, you know, at, a, at the church down the road might want to approach the YMCA and maybe offer something or do something. What are some ways, uh, I know, uh, uh, for the U.S. I, I'm sorry, U.S. U.S. Mission Network. U.S. Mission Network. Um probably um, thrives on the financial support of people and volunteers at the local wise. So maybe give us some ideas about how our people, our listeners can can plug in and get involved, do something meaningful with the Y. Uh, you're right. The U.S. Mission Network is totally funded by uh, some Ys across the country. Uh, at this point, about 40 Ys across the country and some individual donors. We're always welcoming that kind of support. One of the things we're working on over these next five years is a sustainable funding base so that we can mm-hmm. continue to lift up the C and the Y across the country. I, I think, you know, like here in Portland, uh, we're a very big you know, Christian Y. We, we really do believe in this mission strongly. So we have a chaplain at all of our branches and even at our camp. And, and I would encourage people who are listening to this radio station here or in Indianapolis or in other cities around the country, uh, these Ys often have a strong Christian emphasis. So Approach them and say, what can we do to be a part of what you're doing to make a difference in people's lives for the kingdom? I know you were involved early on with the uh, Luis Palau uh, City Serve, I think it was, and there was a thousand of people that showed up and uh, was they were uh, ready to go to work and help out at local schools. Right. And that same kind of spirit, I think, could be in a community where they say, well, let's go help out at the Y. I mean, you could help out at the school, too, but now that we're talking to Larry Whittlesey, the national director of the U.S., Mission Network. Have I got it now? Yep. All right, good. 
Um, and maybe maybe there's a way that uh, Christians in a community can provide some of some help to local wise, and that would, most of them would be receptive to that, right? In our community, especially, that's true. Yes, yeah. they would welcome the opportunity, and and the Y provides our Y's provide lots of opportunities for volunteers to serve in the larger community. Okay, and can you give me a brief idea of what a volunteer would do in? In that kind of a uh, it might setting? be feeding kids. It might be going okay. and, and on a service project in the community. It might actually be uh, staying at the Y and 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 helping out as they as they kind of corral children through swim lessons. Um, there's all sorts of opportunities mm. where the, where people can volunteer in yeah. the Y. Uh, a lot of times it might be sitting with a senior who just needs someone to talk to. Oh wow, great opportunity. Well, I guess a lot of community spaces in our Y sure. where people can just sit and talk and volunteers are great for those kind yeah. of things. Man, I just love it. I love what you're doing. I love that the Y is uh, uh, fostering this and accommodating this. And in fact, it's birthing out of the Y, right? Right. Yeah. And right. so God bless you. Um, and uh, people that want to put you on their prayer list, uh, it's Larry Whittlesey with the U.S. National Mission. No. Yeah, the, the, the easy, yeah, probably the easiest way to get a hold of me is the Gmail address, for honestly. Yeah. It's just my name, Larry Whittlesey at gmail.com. Okay. My Y one's a little more complicated, so yeah. we'll just stick it at that. Right. And that Whittlesey is W-H-I-T-T-L-E-S-E-Y. Very good. I know. Well, my name is kind of like that, so I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of tuned in to the spelling of names. So thank you again, Larry. God bless you. I'm glad you were here today. Thanks to see you, Dan. Man, lots of good stuff. Well, that wraps it up for this show. SecondHalfNow.com coming to you on the radio, but now this second, uh, this part two, is uh, on iTunes and coming through um, podcast. So you can go to our website, SecondHalfNow.com, and we uh, you can go to the radio archives and scroll up and down, and you can find uh, the most recent show will be on the top, and we're going to be reconfiguring our whole website. So you might have to poke around a little bit to find it, but it's there. Uh, feel free to contact us at any time. Again, secondhalfnow.com. That is it for us for today. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, saying goodbye for now, and I hope that you'll come back and uh, hear some of our other shows. And until that time, may God help you live a life that honors Him and blesses others. Let's meet again right here on the website, on the podcast, or live next Monday, 5.30 p.m. on the radio. KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.